You're listening to the Auburn Express. Powered by the War Report. All aboard the AM departure from platform 334, the Auburn Express. We're running on time and expecting no hiccups. Doing the work, hard work, to bring you the best Auburn sports content you'll find anywhere. Appreciate your walk. When you look for hope in the future, I don't see it in a recruiting class, in the recruiting class, and I don't think potential recruits saw it yesterday. Just the this. only reason I disagree with I don't see it in the recruiting class is because I do like the recruits we have. Where I don't see it is in offensive line recruits. Yeah, correct. Like, yeah. That's where I'm worried. Yesterday I, was a bad look for recruits for recruiting. Yeah. It was a bad look for recruits. Well, it, it depends on how you spend that, because honestly, playing time has been if you come up and you ask people who interview recruits a lot, they say playing time early is just as big a factor as you're going to be in the playoffs every year. It yeah, but matters. it don't matter if you don't know what you're doing with talent, though. Like, if you but look see, that, inept in coaching. That's the difference. The who, difference who, is they think I'm the difference. You don't have the talent. I am the talent that you need to get what you want. Because if you look at Auburn's O-line, you're like, man, those guys are getting blasted. They, are not, they aren't me. They need me. I know y'all need me. The coaching staff is calling me, telling me every day, every week, how much they need me. And there is a very easy uh, bridge to gap between I am what you are missing so you can be as good as you No, nah, I don't think that's I mean, an easy gap at this point, man, because you got other very, coaches in the you got other coaches in the that. SEC just about to say that, that are telling yeah. telling them, listen, you can go there and you may start, but your career is gonna be over, you're gonna be hurt. That's, You're're gonna be that's actually not what they're telling them. What they're telling recruits is if you commit there, there's no guarantee the guys that recruited you, you are, gonna are still going to be there when they're ready to play. That's, a that's what they're telling. And, and yeah, that's yeah. a self-inflicted wound on our behalf. That's nothing that, Car- that Harson could help. But, yeah, well, but playing, but, time is, playing time is not your – at this point, playing time is not your – you come here and, and you'll – I mean, if you watch Saturday, you saw so many deficiencies. What, what we see now is that these guys, they want to play with other stars. Right. Right? They want to play with other guys. They want to join the all-star team. It's the LeBron, D-Wade, yeah, Chris sure. Bosh effect. It's, it's, it's the free agency football. mental yeah, approach. For sure. These guys get together now, and they talk about what schools they're going to commit to, and they say, hey, let's all go to Georgia and dominate. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, and, and right now, I, I don't think any recruits are saying, hey, we're going to go to Auburn and change this around. You're looking at what the coaches are doing, and you're saying— mm. the, the coaches are trying to sell them on being able to do that. Do that, that's, yeah. That's right. a, still a tough sell. Yeah, it's a tough sell at this point based Especially on what you put on the field. Ineptitude. Yeah, I yeah. think yeah. it's tougher after last week, but I don't think that need is a bad thing. Showing that no, you it's need not. Guy, is that it's not. Thing? It's just is there are other factors that can undermine Yeah, You need to sure. pair that with something. You needed to pair yeah. that with a tough, close game. Right, you know what I mean, like the Iron Bowl. We're in a tough position. The Iron Bowl, the Iron Bowl yeah. last year, we lost that game. But if if you are if you're Keontae Scott, you saw the environment. The fans were engaged. Right, we were really close. I can be that guy. I can perhaps be that difference maker that changes the whole game. Right, but if it's a blowout, you don't yeah. have that same feeling. Yeah, right. you're like I ain't going to play with these bums. I'm going someplace else. Right. Really cozy says King should have had a 50 50 ball each red zone trip. Brown landing had him. I mean, what? All right. I, Did I was we not, see Kevin Brown yesterday? He, he was on the field. Yeah, uh-huh. he didn't get any targets. I, okay. I am not at all happy with our red zone offense. Don't like it at all. Yeah. 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 It's, it needs to be in the whole, let's rip it up. 
jar that they have this week. Like at the, at the coaches' meeting, they need to just pull one from the hat and say, "Yep, offense, let's redo that." You know, defensive, it's, you know, blitz, let's do that, redo that. Quarterback, let's figure something out. Like it's been, it's been uh it's been a super chat Sunday. We appreciate you guys. I'm trying to get to these as best we can. Ghost says time to stop making excuses for average QB play. I'm there with you. I'm 100% there with you. At the end of the day, like let's let's go, man. It's no more excuses for anybody. Get do it we, done. Do we have a non-average QB is the question. Well, I mean, that's up to those guys to decide that. My point right. is, is that so many kids at this level never get a shot. They sit on the bench for three years and they never get a shot to prove it. And if you get a shot at this level, consider yourself lucky and blessed to even have a shot to get on the field because nothing is owed to you in life, right? All you can do is take advantage of the snaps that you're given, right? And if you're Robbie Ashford, you have a huge opportunity. I tweeted near the end of the game. This is his chance. He showed, I think he showed just enough under the circumstances of that beatdown to say, okay, let's figure out a game plan for him next week, right? And let's make sure it, it, that, that, that's, that that's actually a really good point. It would be different if they were game planning for him as the full-time starter. Correct, yeah. Right, let's yeah. figure out a game plan for him next week. Um, and let's get him, uh, I'll figure out a version of this offense that he can run that is suited to his talents. And you have to let him throw the ball. Robbie's got to learn how when he's amped up to get some of those passes down. And like, and he can be dangerous, man. And that he's, comes with time. That yeah, he, ultimate he dual threat. Time. Yeah, so is it going to click? My, my fear for him is, is that does he have, is, it, is he going to be a guy who just needs two starts to do, and a whole, two whole games to do it? Or is he a guy who needs eight games to do it? Because I don't think he's going to get eight games under these circumstances. And that, right. that's, I think that's my, my, my I don't want to say fear, because we've talked all offseason, and I've made this point. You got to invest in the guy early, and then you're going to get the best version of that guy as soon as possible. Now, everybody's irate at this loss. The staff has to answer some questions. They have to debate whether they're going to go with a different guy, change the scheme up. Whoever gets the start for Missouri now, if Robbie Ashford needed fall camps, first team reps and three or four games for the light to come on and we start clicking at full velocity. Is he going to get that now? No, he throws another interception as the starter. Right. And now everybody's going to be in his neck too. When really it's unfair. I want to say unfair. This is football. Football is necessarily fair. What they need to be their best selves as a player. They're not going to get that. I don't think any of them are going to get that. And that's the unfortunate result because everybody now is so on edge because of a huge blowout loss that what it was going to take for us to get to where we need to be as with Robbie at the helm or with TJ at the helm or with Calzada at the helm, none of those guys are going to get it if everybody's on edge. And now we're ready to pull anybody. As soon as we had all this heat for TJ, the fan base did. And then when Robbie threw that INT, I'm onto it. I'm like, man, now Robbie needs to go to wide receiver? Word, Really? He doesn't get the benefit of, of starter reps in fall camp, in practice, starting games, running the whole offense. None of that, huh? He throws an INT, and now you want him in a different position. This is the problem now that we face more so than do we have the right pieces on the team. It's now you have to invest. There is no quick switch, which is why I'm so frustrated seeing Lane Kiffin and, and uh, Hugh Freeze being brought up. Stop looking for a quick fix to a situation that is so critical and to the core of what we are as a program. Everybody wants a one-year Gus Malzahn turnaround. That was a fluke. It was a fluke, which is why it didn't happen again for seven more years. We have to rebuild. 
The time it takes to rebuild, nobody wants to do it. So everybody's looking for who's, oh, it's Robbie Ashford. Oh, he threw a pick. Oh, moving the wide receiver. Let's see what Calzada's got. Let Calzada throw a pick in the next game. Now it's going to be, oh, we've Holden. never had any talent here ever. It's, yeah, then it's, it's going to be, be something completely different. Play the freshman. That's what's going to be the next. And play Holden. Right. And, and then they're going to be asking for him. Like, he's any more prepared to play, even if he is the best long-term project on this team, talent-wise, he is still a long-term project. And he's still going to be playing behind an offensive line that we see has serious deficiencies, playing with uh, wide receivers he has no rapport with, and some of the same problems will still be there. So I agree, we need to see what these other guys have, but honestly, we need to make a choice and invest, and then the fan base just needs to ride with whatever that choice is because it's going to be ugly in the short term. It has to be if we're going to get better. I don't think we have a transcendent talent at QB. That's what everybody wants. We haven't had that since Nick Marshall. Have not had a transcendent QB talent since Nick Marshall. If everybody is willing to accept that, then you've got to be down with the plan to let these guys get their lumps, figure out how to be better players, and then we will be rewarded on the back end. But I don't know. The fan base doesn't seem to be that patient with it. Same? Yeah. They're not. Ghost. No excuse for Tank only having nine touches. I don't care if he had 25 touches. It wouldn't have changed anything. It wouldn't. It wouldn't have changed anything Saturday. I think I will. So nine carries, I will agree. He sh- but they, we could, we could, we need to find better ways to get Tank the football for sure. Yeah, that's a scheme issue, though. Yeah. That's a scheme yeah. issue, the game plan. <laughs> scheme and game plan. And that I think we can agree with on that. We, we have to figure out a way to get our playmakers the ball continuously. As Penn State sure did. The Rock, 1984. Appreciate the super chat. Lots of talk of firing Harson. Agree or disagree? It will take the most we have ever spent on a coach to fix what has been a what has been AU football for the past decade and deal with our boosters. Right okay, now, there's well, me, no AD in Harson's corner. L- let me ask you this: How much is uh, Texas A&M spending on um, Jimbo right now? Too much. Ten million a year. The yeah. biggest buyout in, in college coach history. It's not about the money. It's about the dude. It is about the dude. The right dude is not the same as a big money coach because there are a lot of names being thrown out that I wouldn't want to see. I remember the last coach said, Bob Stoops. Bob Stoops. Get the- Bob Stoops. No. No Bob Stoops. It- you, don't want, you don't want Gruden? No. God, no. <laughs> is, is there a better coach? Because what we've done through this whole Harson's very short tenure here has shown that you're not going to get autonomy. You're going to get players and maybe even coaches thrown on you, and you don't get a choice. And if you don't do what we like, now we're going to kneecap you and make your job even harder and then blame you for not doing your job well enough once we've kneecapped you and made your job hard to do. Now you have to deal with that. The the, the only balance I can see is they're going to have to overpay severely a qualified coach to come in and clean up the mess and promise autonomy. At the same time. Now, do you think that this group of administrators will be willing to do that? I don't know. They weren't willing to pay the buyout to get what they wanted for Harson. So why do I want to believe that they want to overpay a qualified name and reputation and give him autonomy? I don't know. I don't think they'd be willing to do it. No, I mean, they, we would have had steel if we didn't stop it, right? You know what? That's a good choice. Everybody's ready riding for the boosters' decisions. They wanted Kevin Steele and Mike Bobo running this team. Y'all cool with that? Okay. Yeah. Young athletes need the tools for success on the field and on the court. And now more than ever, in the arena of business. 
in the new era of name, image, and likeness. Athletic Architects is here for young athletes and parents to help prepare for your financial futures. Let Athletic Architects start helping you build your house. Visit buildthehouse.com and let's build together. Walt says DBs have to learn how to wrap up when tackling. Actually, all of the D needs to do that. I don't I don't recall a lot of DBs having that issue. The linebackers definitely had that have had that issue. Um I'd have to go back and look and see how many defensive backs miss tackles because they didn't yeah. wrap up. For because sure. the one the one that's glaring in my brain was the tight end that uh got away on the quick swing pass. Um and it was um Lord have mercy, 32 linebacker. Oh, uh, Steiner. Steiner went yeah. out there and hit him, but didn't wrap him up. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. It was, that's I the one that's he sticking was, out in my mind. He so was much. going to wrap him, but somebody took him out low, and it kind of changed where he ended up landing on him. Well, no, the, the guy jumped when he when Steiner right. was coming in to try to tackle him. Because um, he was jumping over the other defender. Mm-hmm. So, and, yeah. and Donovan Donovan got there at the same time, but to avoid a collision with Steiner, he kind of pulled back, right. and Steiner missed him, and the tight end just went up went up the field. All right, guys. Uh, Johnny B says, is Harson gone if AU loses to Missouri? I think I that's we a never have question. to find out the answer to that. But, yeah. you know, that's, I mean, I, but again, I think we've stated early in the season, this is the game you can't lose. Right. Missouri's the one that you should not lose. So yeah. we'll see. James Jordan says outside zone runs, screens, and play action scenes. We only saw, I think Pro Football Focus had us as having one play action. We may have had more when you when you look at the film, but what where was the play action in this game? I mean, you have to run the ball in order to play action. You have to be able to pass protect to play action. It's hard to play action when you've got pressure coming in the first two seconds of yeah. dropping back. Well, yeah. later in the game, obviously, yeah. Yeah, when they're living in the backfield, you know, play action is going to be the death of you. Yeah. So, um, you know, unless you're running some kind of misdirection or screens or something to kind of, like, capitalize on them over-pursuing, you know, it's, it's again, I have so many questions. Now that you know... Like Penn State kind of laid the blueprint for coming after Auburn. And um, I think that now that you know that, you have to adjust and you have to just accept what your team's weaknesses are. Don't go, don't ask these guys to go out there and do something that they're just not capable of. Right? Figure out something that they can do and scheme around their weaknesses and, and help cover them up, man. And that goes for the O line, the QB, the receivers, everybody. You know, uh, it, it, I think that it was we saw our talent was equal to Penn State's talent for one half, but our scheme wasn't equal to their scheme for the second half of that game. And, you know, it made the players look worse than they are in actuality because everybody blames the players. But I'm telling you, man, they had a scheme issue Saturday badly. I mean, listen, everybody's got to own this loss. The pl- it starts with the coaches 100 percent, but yeah. the players didn't play well either. Yeah, agree. They just didn't. I mean, agree. I look the the you can scheme however much you want to. That scheme didn't throw an interception. That scheme didn't fumble right. the football. Right. That scheme didn't get false start penalties. That right. scheme didn't get holding calls. Right. That scheme didn't get procedural penalties. It's that that part is not a scheme issue. Right. That scheme didn't get uh, personal foul penalties after the whistle was over with. That's yeah. not a scheme issue. Or yeah, not not, not not all of it, man, but like a lot of it starts with scheme, man. Like, you no, know, I'm again, not disagreeing with that. Yeah, I'm yeah, just saying that there's scheme. a lot that 
everybody has to own this, not just the coaches. Everybody's got to own this one. Right. Um, exclusive TV. I feel like this was a wake-up call for them. If they want to, they can win out the rest of the season if they get their act together. You know, it, it could be a, a a very unifying loss, a very painful, but it could be a, an inflection point. The question that, that I think I will have going forward is, I wouldn't be surprised to see Penn State actually do something in the Big Ten this year. And and some of this will be like, well, maybe what if we actually lost to a really good team? Because everybody's convinced we lost to a very mediocre team. They were a mediocre team last year. We could have won that they game were. last year. This year, they seem to have plugged holes that were deficiencies. Their, their bad got better. And one thing that we thought was a fluke was their QB being able to throw against us like that, and he almost did it again. He's just efficient. They may be better, and I think preparing us for big boy play that that that's what it could end up being. That hey, y- y'all thought y'all were ready, y'all were not. This is what it's like. Now get ready, and it could be much better here. I'm I'm hoping that this is that at least. I'm hoping it is. Mm-hmm. James Barnett says no big name coach is coming to Auburn. Auburn just to get bought out a year or two later after one bad game. Yeah, like listen, no no big name coach is coming to Auburn to, to be told what to do. Right. Right. Yeah. That's 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 the line there. Right. right. It's what it was a Brett Venable said when he was asked about the Auburn coaching search, which was mm-hmm. m- most telling thing that our powers to be don't seem to care that that's the narrative, which is what is so frustrating about this. Who right. would I be working for? I don't know who I'd be working for. Right. That's right. that's crazy. That's a right. crazy statement to make. Right. Uh, Devin 21. I just don't understand how anyone can succeed in this toxic environment. Apparently, it was a foregone conclusion that if things went south, he would be out midseason. Like, what the heck are we doing? Yeah, I mean, if you're already talking about firing him before he's done anything, you know, after you torpedoed his offseason as well, too. Like, let's be clear, they torpedoed his offseason. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Uh, you know, it was tough. I just wonder if, you know, we're at a point where, okay, we messed it up. I, you know, why, why, the reason why I have a hard time moving on from Harson is the same, if the same people are in charge, is it going to be the same result just with a different guy? Right. Right. Are we going to be able to do this coaching search in a way, get a good guy, promise him autonomy, full autonomy mm-hmm. to do the job the way that he sees fit and then pay him top dollar while paying another buyout? According mm-hmm. to Alan Green, um, the buyout, Gus's buyout was an issue for the whole athletic department. So, you know, there was there's a bunch of narratives about, you know, uh, boosters writing checks for buyouts. And, you know, Alan was telling us if, if that money came through, it didn't come through the athletic department. They got funneled through some other way. So, um, you know, it affected the way we spent money on other programs. And I just feel like this is going to be hard. Right. Are you going to be able to go out there and pay six, seven million dollars a year for uh, a Brian Kelly type of name in terms of accomplishment at the power five level? Can you spend that money? And the answer who is the coach? Like, even if you can spend it, who's the coach that wants to come accept it? Right. You're going to have to make a very public statement of support. And like, you're going to have to promise that you're going to get out of the his way and let him coach. Right. The toxic, the toxicity of what is going on here was one of the things that made me pull for Harson the same way I pull, I pull for Tuberville. Mm-hmm. Was he was running his program, and I'm telling you, Tuberville was not about the good old boy system coming in and wrecking and telling him how to do his job. 
right. it almost got him fired. Right, but he made yep. the adjustments. He found a way to win the games. And Harson is going to have to pull a similar type coup to survive. I think based on the well, people I guess that want to. My question gone. is also too is I mean we 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 can question we can question will a coach who wants to do things him his way ever come to Auburn? Will they ever look for some, like will that ever be the case at Auburn? They, we have a guy who's his own man because as, as much as we praise Tuberville, that never put him in good graces with power people. Right. And as soon as he the, the, the program weakened a little bit, the wind started ticking down, they really started reapplying pressure. Yeah, they and, got him out. I mean, they got him out of the people who the people who he slighted in 03 by having the nerve to beat Alabama. Mm-hmm. They didn't forget. Right. They yeah. didn't forget. So when 08 rolled around, it got just bad enough. Now, mind you. Tuberville really kind of went out on his own terms. Like <laughs> he coached that program, and I think he was overcoaching at that point, and you know, it was time for him to move on to something else. But um, Parson, just—I mean, any coach that comes here, I think, deserves the same leeway if you're going to hire him. Um, otherwise, what you're what you have is you're either hiring and you're trusting these people to identify up and coming coaching talent. Mm. But still, man, if you're an up and coming coach. Are you really the coach if you're being told what to do? If you got a hand up your back. Yeah, yeah, it just doesn't work, man. Like, if you're an up-and-coming coach, all the things that you did to get to the point to where they would want to hire you, you want to keep doing those things. So alignment of vision is going to be something that's really important. Not only have to identify that guy, we have to hope that that guy's vision aligns with the people who are hiring him. You know, when Saban came into Alabama, I mean, he was pretty clear. I'm going to do this my way. Now, he... One quickly. So they had to get out of his way. Right. By, year, by year two, they had to get out of his way. Um, but right. I, trust me, there were some egos in there that just did, were, they weren't going to let him do it. They, you know what I mean? If he didn't win enough games. And then after a certain point, he was ab- above reproach. There's zero way you can argue with his process after like almost 20 years there. Yeah, right. for and, sure. And, you know, it, it's tough. It's, you know, they, they deal with this other places for sure. But at Auburn, I just hate that this is what we're known for. Right. I hate that we're known for this meddling and these people who essentially just are holding the program back uh, from actually getting someplace. Or hire somebody to do the job. Hire an AD that you believe in. And then get out of his way and let him do the job. Let him find a coach. Give him the resources to do it his way. Mm. Not the resources to do it your way. You know, in my, in my last job, I, you know, I had, you know, my bosses, you know, we got bought out by another company and they had all these things in place. And as a director, I would say, like, what do you guys need a director for? You don't need a director. Because you're telling me you have to do A, B, C, D. There's no room for any improvisation. There's what it is. You know, I'm a process pusher. And you can't, I don't think you can be successful at this level and have a coach that's a process pusher. I don't. You got, he's got to be the one coming up with the processes. He's got to be the one inventing and reinventing what you do. Because if you had somebody who could do that on your board of trustees, then they should be the damn coach. Thank right. you. Right. Sue Instead up. of, yes, yeah, like, you know, put on a headset and, and figure out how to get it done. And I just I think I and I just think that's real cowardice because you don't want that smoke. So right. so you, stop putting people in the line of fire and and handcuffing them. And then blaming them for your decisions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The only person I know who did that was Greg Popovich in the NBA. He was actually the GM responsible for hiring a coach, and he, then he hired himself. 
Five championships later. <laughs> Listen, guys, after after much analysis, I've decided <laughs> I am the best man for the job. <laughs> Greg Popovich was the original MCU Thanos. Yeah, he was he like, was. fine. I'm doing it myself. <laughs> Five championships. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. Man. And Nicholas Frazier, could we be overthinking now? We didn't rush well. We had unforced turnovers and didn't score touchdowns when in the red zone. These are just fundamental errors that need to be corrected. Any thoughts? Ike, you kind of talked about it because you, you said earlier in, in the show, we're making mistakes that aren't aligned with how Harson speaks when he's in his pressers and the things he preaches. It's not translating. Mm-hmm. Kind of talked about that early on in the show. That has to be corrected moving forward. You have to imagine so, right? Yeah. I mean, but I don't, I mean, I, I think we mentioned all of these, the unforced turnovers, not scoring in the red zone, fundamental errors, like these issues are a matter of, what what Mike has been harping on, which is scheme and play calling. And then what I'm talking about, which is player discipline, which to my point earlier, that has to go back to coaching a little bit. Like you have to be a disciplined team and discipline shows itself in preparedness and how you've gotten your guys ready to, to, to do whatever you've planned to do when they get out there on the field. If they're not ready, listen, we haven't even been on the road yet, guys. Yeah. We haven't yeah, played right. a road. We haven't played in a road environment yet. Mm. And we have had a ton of That's mental depressing. mistakes. Right. And That's our depressing. first road game of the season this is Georgia. Is Georgia. <laughs> we need, uh, you guys will know what I mean. We need six points in that one, guys. <laughs> More than we, we need six points against Georgia. <laughs> that's all, I'll leave, I'll that's leave all, that that's all we need. <laughs> we said we're going to celebrate that. We're going to celebrate. <laughs> remember that South Park episode? Was it a South Park episode where I think they was playing a football game and they got beat like terribly? They were like, "We beat the spread," and they celebrate and put every. It was an old episode, but I'm thinking about if we score six points, how that's a celebration. Oh, my God. <laughs> Alabama Prep says uh, Tim Jackson is a yes man to Jimmy Rain. Ah, I see. Okay. All right. Well, hopefully they yes their way to some wins. He's a PTB to the – he's a yes man to the PTB. We'll have a, yeah, we'll have a lot to talk about <laughs> if he is. Uh, Nicholas Frazier says Robbie Ashford, in my opinion, is the answer. Camden Brown, Amari Kelly – Javarius Johnson and Landon King should be the receivers. These are your ballers. Yeah, man. Listen, there's a certain ceiling that if they commit to a quarterback and say, we're going to build our offense around your strengths. If you do that. Now that's a coaching decision that you could fault Brian Harson for going forward. I get what you wanted to do. We see the bones of what type of offense you wanted to run with TJ as the play call as the, uh, the, the quarterback because I see the passes downfield. I see guys falling into the zone and making completions. I see a lot of good throws. He's not consistent enough to do that good part well enough without the mistakes. So here's what you got. You got another guy in Zach Calzada who still may be behind as far as uh, understanding the offense and actually running it. And then you got a guy with Robbie with completely different strengths and different weaknesses. What are you going to do? 
Now, well, Robbie's just going to have to get out there and run when we run best. Well, no, that's no, no. He can't just what you have planned for TJ is not the offense that Robbie needs to run. It needs to be different. So that to me, that's a bigger mark of who and what the coaching staff is than anything we've seen thus far. Because you can have a great plan. You can say, listen, I've seen my concepts work um, at every stop I've been at. I've seen these concepts work in the NFL. Great. You don't have the guys for that. What are you going to do? And that that will be, to me, that, that will be my test of who is this staff, how good are they, is what they do from here going forward with the choice of quarterback and what they give that quarterback to run. 